Hello and welcome to Downtime Podcast, episode 136 with Jeremy and Elisa. It is a beautiful Sunday afternoon, and how are you doing, Elisa? On my end, it's not that beautiful. It's like partly cloudy and kind of gloomy, and it rained a little bit, but you know, (laughs) it's chill. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm uh, I'm going a little crazy staying inside, but for the most part, I think getting exercise, um, going outside every now and then has helped. It doesn't help that there's a bunch of murder hornets that are supposedly in the U.S. somewhere in the northwestern part. Come on. They're not in cities. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, but like the the paranoia thought. They're nowhere in cities. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. They're Japanese too, I'm not too worried about it. The hornets? Yeah, they're like Japanese hornets. That's so wild. Gotta love migration. I don't even know how they got it here. Someone brought them here, like for sure. Oh, someone brought them here. Okay, we're fine though. Oh, we're totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna live. Yeah, we're, um, we're gonna be okay. Right, so I think they're still like regulated to the northwestern part of the United States, but I don't know if they've been spreading out. I yeah. I only know that they exist. Um, but yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, they're they're just. I think being in an urban area helps. Yes, because there's a lot less bugs. Yes. But the, in the times that I do go outside during this quarantine, I've noticed uh, a lot of people not wearing masks, and I'm like, why? You know, Why are you not wearing a mask? Speaking of masks, I officially have four different types of masks that I've been alternating whenever I go out, whenever I go on a walk, whenever I pick up food, all of this stuff. And uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, so I have a white mask. I have a black and blue mask that's kind of like a scarf, but the blue is outlined with a skull. It, it, it's kind of... I, I used it one time for paintballing, and then I just kept it and brought it back for the situation. That's what I use oh, nice. when I jog, actually. That specific one. And then... Oh, that's sweet. And then my other two ones are green ones, so... Oh, wow. Yes. You're so prepared. I'm so prepared <laughs> now, because, like, you gotta stay stylish during these times, too. You know, have your own individual style with your masks. Right, right. Because, like, I, I feel like I'm not wearing any, like nice clothes lately because i don't really need to oh yeah so a lot of my clothes are just, just sitting there like i i regulate to like sweatpants and like track pants and just that's it the, f- <laughs> the funny thing is at the beginning of this year so going into 2020 i donated a lot of my clothes that came from high school and different periods of my life with the intention that i was going to buy new clothes and fill up my wardrobe and guess where that's taken me jeremy nowhere <laughs> you you donated a bunch of clothes and you didn't buy any new ones yep. so now you're just having less clothes <laughs> now i have less clothes it doesn't matter i suppose because I, I i no one's gonna really see me in my true f- i mean like you're gonna see me in my true form because now i've relegated to basketball shorts but no one's gonna see me nice for the next year so <laughs> right yeah it's, it's crazy i know um and like what i was telling so what are and what yeah. I what I was telling no. what I was telling you earlier when you were visiting my island, it's like 
I have an onsen that, but I wanted to visit a real onsen this year, but that ain't happening anymore. <laughs> so yeah, same. I was supposed to go into March during like a nice, you know, cold season, but it didn't happen. Dude, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. This is serious. Like, this is pretty serious. And our government's really bad. So I am concerned and I am staying in. And I'm wearing masks because masks are honestly not a big deal. Like, anyone who complains about wearing masks, I'm just, like, because of their individual freedom and rights, I'm just like, I'm so over you. Please unfriend me. Like, I just don't even want to talk to you right now. <laughs> but, but aside from that, just, I get it. Like, I know a lot of nurses. And this this is actually, and, uh, like... I have a grandma and this is very serious, but I have, a, but what I do have a right to do is complain about how all of my plans this year got squashed. And I think that's valid. Like I can both be conscious of health, but also complain about how this year is going. Yeah, no, I, I totally feel it. I, I like some of my biggest plans this year got canceled and i'm really upset about it but there's nothing i could do yeah all i could do is just sit here and complain you know exactly like it sucks, it sucks. but i will still complain about it and i need yeah. to and you just need to rant about it sometimes to make you feel better so yeah you need someone to talk to yeah. so that either they can sympathize or empathize with you because maybe they had plans it and they, theirs got canceled too yeah exactly that's how my life is going right now. On top of that, I've been working a lot of crazy overtime, and I had very bad food stomach sickness for, like, the last two weeks that I'm okay now. But that also very much sucked because it came from a restaurant that I ate at a lot, and it was really disappointing. I know. Like FYI for anyone listening, uh, that's part of the reason why we haven't recorded in a while is because um, Elisa hasn't been feeling well. Yeah. And it sucks because that's a place that she orders from a lot. And it's like, wow, it, you got betrayed. You I know? know. It's one of, and it was one of those things where like one day, like, oh, I'm totally okay. I'm feeling great. Like, I, like I'm over it now. And then the next day I'm like, oh shit, like everything sucks, but I'm feeling a lot better. I, I'm... I'm very bitter towards a lot of things right now, but that's okay. That is okay. You have a right to, since what <laughs> happened to you very recently has been affecting you. But um, I mean, there's positives, right? I mean, we we briefly mentioned that this is going to go th probably through the end of the year. A lot of people are like, oh, we'll still have events in the, in the fall. I'm like, I don't think so, because if we try to open up everything back again so quickly, we're all going to get infected. And also, so, literally, the problem um, with the United States is they want to reopen, but everyone like has it up their ass that wearing masks is the worst thing on the entire planet like i'm cool with reopening slowly but where are your fucking masks like everyone else in asia it ain't that serious <laughs> yeah. it really is not that serious that's all i have to say on that topic like yeah, we just please wear a mask like, outside if you want to reopen wear your damn mask yeah yeah and it'll make everyone else feel more comfortable Look too at all the countries that have eradicated, or not completely eradicated, but have zero growth right now, like Taiwan, Vietnam, like New Zealand, like parts of, even though parts of Korea, like it came back, but in general, there's, it's still pretty regulated. They are all wear, they're all wearing masks. So wear your masks. 
that's it. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of a lot of local restaurants around me are like no mask, no entry, which yeah. totally makes sense. Makes complete you know? and, sense. And, and, and I, I would rather someone be wearing, be wearing a mask than not when they go inside of a store. Yeah. So I completely agree. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, um, you know, there's a lot of positives we can think about. Uh, a couple examples that I can provide from my personal life are um, I've been like eating out a lot um, just to support some local businesses because I know some of them are struggling. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but like often enough, like like twice a week, I would try to go out and go to somewhere new. Um, around my area to get some takeout, like a burrito or Japanese food or pizza, just to, you know, help out some places that I know won't be able to open up for a while. Um, and the other positive thing that I really like about what happened so far is that uh, I reached out to some old friends that I lost contact with Aww. and we've been having a good old time. That's great. So, yeah. Um, long story short, I reached out to some friends. I went to Japan with for the first time back in 2013. Okay, so college um, and friends? I haven't... Uh, yeah, yeah. I hadn't talked to them in seven years. And then I reached out to them recently because nice. I found some old photos. And I was like, oh, this is us back then. Wow. Um, let me, you know, reach out and see what they're up to. And then they all responded to me, which was Aww. amazing. And we're, we're, we're caught up. So it's so cool. That's awesome. Um, they're... They're like, when are you gonna visit Japan? I'm like, when are you gonna? When's your country gonna let me visit you? <laughs> so, I'm so upset. Anyways. When's my country gonna let me go? <laughs> God. I had. But yeah. Any. Any. What about the positives on your end, Lisa? So honestly, there's there's one huge positive in my life in all of this, and it's the shitload of money that I've put into my savings. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's like a it's like been the biggest absolute positive of this entire experience. I am thankful that I at least still have a job right now, but like I'm yes. being very conscious with it and a lot of money is going to my savings account and I love it. I absolutely love it. Like Nice. Get the Yep, yep. You realize how much money you spend on food in times like this when you you're relegated to not eating out as much and cooking your food and a lot of work is dependent on oh let's go out after work for drinks or food and you spend so much money on that mm -hmm. i've saved so much money and it's been amazing and yeah also um I'm, i've I've worked out a budgeting schedule, and if I don't get laid off at my job at the end of the year and I'm still hired, I can pay off my car at the end of the year if it all goes well. Oh, wow. Look at you. I know. Making big moves. I know. If it all goes well and I still have my job. So I'm keeping positive and I'm saving money. I'm putting money into my savings. I have an emergency fund. I feel okay right now. I, I'm just making financial moves. That's it. Nice. Yes. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Yes. And drinking a lot of tea. Like, I've been drinking a lot of hot tea. I, I always drink tea. I, I prefer drinking tea over coffee, but I've been discovering new brands like Lupicia. Oh, sweet. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's been a good time. Yeah. Tea's good. Tea is really good. I, I've been drinking a lot of coffee. Uh, <laughs> My coffee maker is like doing overtime. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, but I, I've been trying to hold back as well. Like there's, I, I regulate it to like once, like one day drinking coffee, another day not, another day drinking coffee, another day not. Totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, especially this last week where I was a little bit sleep deprived. So in the morning I would just make a pot and drink it throughout the whole day. Yeah, I feel it. Totally feel it. But anyways, so let's move on to news. Uh, the first thing on our list is Ghosts of Tsushima, which was a revealed it's beautiful. PlayStation video. It's oh my god! Oh, it's it's so I amazing. am buying that day one. Oh my god! Day one, oh I'll be my there. God. It's so beautiful. Okay, so comes out on July seventeenth. The State of Play came out three days ago on May fourteenth, and it looks fire. Yes. Oh. oh my god, I cannot wait. Oh my god. This this is basically the last actually Cyberpunk comes out a September. In September, so that's later. But this is the second to last PlayStation 4 f- new PlayStation 4 game that I'm ever going to play if you think about it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah so beautiful oh god and i still think back to the first time that they just dropped this random announcement that the game was coming out and we were like what's this and then we watched it and we and we immediately were in awe of oh shit we're definitely gonna play this game and yep i remember that (laughs) and three years later here we are it's coming out in a month actually exactly one month from now this recording it's yes it's amazing i the soundtrack sounds great as well i like the concepts of visual cues guiding you such as the wind or the birds that were in the demo and i like the combat too i like the combination of samurai and ninja or or mm-hmm. or ninja when you're a ghost right yeah Oh my god, it's so cool. Like, you could be all stealthy as a ninja, but you could just go in swords blazing yes. as the samurai. Um, I, I really like that the developers took a lot of appreciation and detail into making them, making the environment feel like a samurai film in Doesn't some aspects. Doesn't it feel like Akira like Kurosawa? Doesn't it feel like Akira? It 100% does. Yeah. Oh my god. And um, the... Uh, I have to give a special shout out to like the little little animation that you do, the the kill animation where you go up to someone, you do like you run at each other and you do that single strike. Yeah, the, the guy falls that over. Was... I was like, that is samurai as fuck. Dude. I know that was amazing. The one strike kill was beautiful. Yep. I'm I can't wait to play with that because uh, I think about games like Neo, and of course Neo is is a different game where you kind of you you can't. You have to put some strikes before an enemy dies or a Mongol dies, but here it, it's sure. very true to what a samurai ideal is of one strike. Yeah, it's it was so cool. It was very cinematic. Um, another another thing I really liked about the trailer and of uh, the eventual release of the game will be the music. Yes, I got goosebumps. Yeah, immediate goosebumps. <laughs> so good. I was like, I'm all oh my about God. it. I'm all about it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. This, it it was it was like a it kind of reminded me of like a Ghibli film, but also a samurai movie at the same time. It was so good. They did their research. They yes. they put yes. a lot of love in this game. You can tell. Um. Fun fact: the 
the guy who did the music, uh, his name is Shigeru Umebayashi, and he's done movies such as One Car Wise in the Mood for Love. Um, wow. Oh, sorry, sorry. He did a song called Yumeji's Theme for One Car Wise uh, movie in the Mood for Love. Uh, it's from a, a film called Yumeji from uh, from the nineties, and then he did uh, he did direct he did do the music for One Car Wise other film Twenty Forty Six. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's a Hollywood composer, which is pretty awesome. So it's cool that they got someone so prolific in Japan to make the music for the game. And I thought that the, the music was just beautiful. Agreed. Very timely. I think it was a great call. And also speaking of just audio, great call to have a Japanese voice track as well. I'm going to play with the Japanese voice track actually. I don't know, I'm not even going to bother with the English dub. <laughs> you took the words right out of my yeah. mouth. I'm going to do the same. Yeah. I want the full experience. <laughs> I want to be immersed, you yes. know. Yes. Completely uh, agree. Yeah, I Oh my god, I can't wait. July 17th. July 17th. I, it's that perfect summer game. Yeah, it it's on. It it it's happening. Oh god, it's so beautiful. Um, yeah. Uh I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more about the combat just because it was a little unclear to me like if samurai and ghost were just two different battle styles you can switch off between or if there were going to be s- distinct moments where you have to be samurai in one point and ghost in another point but yeah you know we got like a full month to learn about that True that that's a good oh, point Oh sorry you bring two up months because... Oh my god July said it's May I've lost complete track of time. We have two months before <laughs> this game comes out. I can't wait that yeah. long. Oh, yeah, it's, God. It's a long, yeah. I like how you just hyped, and now you're like, damn it, it's too far away. <laughs> what a um, disappointing... Oh, jeez. Anyways. You do bring a, you bring up a good point about the different styles, because I don't know if you can only do Ghost at night. I don't know if you can only do Samurai in the daytime. Yeah. Like, yeah there's no criteria set. Yeah, we'll find uh, out. We'll find out. But regardless... Elisa and I are both gonna get this day one. I don't. I don't care about getting a disc version. I'll get digital. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm just gonna get the game somehow. I might get physical. Fuck it. This is gonna be my last physical PlayStation Four game ever. Why not? Let's do oh, it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Okay. Why I might not? join you on that. I. I might do that too. Yeah. Why not? I'll. I'll give him my money. <laughs> just throw your money at Amazon. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> if you haven't seen the State of Play yet, it's on YouTube. Just check it out. It's great. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Another game announced recently was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. Yep. Going to be remasters coming out on September 4th. So I was watching the remaster and I thought back to elementary because they use the it really is a remaster of the school that's in the old games i was like oh shoot they really did get that so i don't know if you ever played tony hawk's pro skater in elementary and middle did you uh yes i did yeah so it's like it's the school uh so uh, that made me that Mm -hmm. that was really awesome like I almost wonder. I don't know if I'm gonna pick up the. I'll I'll pick up the game maybe if it's like ten, like like when it drops to like twelve dollars or ten dollars, just for the fun. But I wonder if they're gonna have the same exact group of skaters that were in that, 
as well as um, I know that they're bringing back the original. They're trying to bring back the original soundtrack of one and two. They have. They said that they have most of it, um, but they're still trying to. They said that they have most of it, but I don't think they can secure some of the rights for the other Damn. songs. So, like, what is it? Goldfinger is still on there. What about B-Boy Document? Do you know that song, B-Boy I, Document? No, I, I didn't. I don't, and I didn't Damn, see Damn, I feel that, like sadly. if you... I feel like it... Obviously, you don't have to do it right now, but if you YouTubed B-Boy Document, that was my favorite song off the Tony Hawk soundtrack. Yeah. I hope that song makes it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, just some uh, good old times, because why not? Why why not have a remaster? Yeah, you know, it's everyone's in that trend now, so we're just adding to the fire. The one comment I wanted to make is that the remaster is being done by the same group of people who remastered uh, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yes. So a lot of people were worried that another... Because this is the second time this game has been remade. So people were worried that it wasn't going to do justice. When was it remade? Now, Wait, what? Wait. This, ga- this is the second... Yeah, it was a Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD was like the first one of like the oh, remake Oh, shit. I've one. never heard of that in my life. <laughs> it came out in like... Tw- yeah, well, it came out in 2012 and not everyone liked it. So oh, okay. maybe it's a good thing you don't know about it. Yeah. And this seems to be a more faithful... Um, this just uh, seems like a regular remaster. remaster, yeah. I would I would actually consider this a remake because it's like done from the ground up. A remaster would mean like mm. the old game has its textures done right. I would consider this a remake since it's both one and two put together. For sure. Um uh and yeah, I mean I don't know if I'm gonna get this on day one. I, I remember playing this on the Dreamcast and it wasn't the it wasn't the the number one game on the Dreamcast for me. Um or just the number one game in general. So I think that I'm just gonna wait. Oh, until, I, I'm like, gonna get this when sale. it's like twelve dollars. Like, <laughs> so two years later, yeah, I see. Yeah, just for the fun. <laughs> but I, I actually, I would be surprised if this remaster is more than thirty dollars. I doubt it's gonna be more than thirty. I'm expecting it to be because uh, I think the Insane Trilogy was not full price. I, I could be wrong, by the way. But I'm not expect. I'm not expecting this at all to be more than thirty dollars. I see. Yeah. But I'm I am gonna wait. I I like that game a lot. It was a really fun game. So I'm I'm glad yeah. to hear that. I'm honestly glad to hear they're getting the original soundtrack. That's all. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, same. Um. Yeah. I. I'm. I'm. I'm really curious to see how the game is gonna play. Because they showed a lot of the same like moves and move sets you could do from the original. Um, I don't know if the controls are going to be as tight, but you know it, it's a Tony Hawk game, and you know in recent years they've kind of declined in quality. But this is, as we mentioned before, being done by the same studio that the that did the Insane Trilogy remake. Yes. So there's a lot of hopes, a lot of high hopes for this. Did you know Tony Hawk was in the most recent season of Mass Singer? No, was he singing? Uh, yeah, he was. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How did he do? I don't remember where he got eliminated. I feel like he got. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, he was on the most recent season. I was, I was shocked. Huh. There were no clues that alluded to skateboarding in any way whatsoever. So, um, if you've seen Mass, I don't know if you've seen Massinger, but I have. Yeah, I have. So 
So the clues, there was no clue that had to do with skateboarding. So <laughs> I, I mean, that's the point, right? To throw you off. I, I definitely think that they made the clues this season, which is season three, a lot harder than they did in season one. So season one felt a lot more straightforward. It was easier to guess. This season, the clues are much more abstract. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, they're definitely making it harder, but yeah. That's crazy. Have you ever seen um the the Korean version? Oh yeah, uh, all the version? time. I watch I watch YouTube the YouTube's of the Korean version all the time. I think the Korean version is, it... is honestly a weekly show. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a weekly show, and they just keep shuffling in and out. That's cool. The, uh, do they use the same like celebrity status as in the American version? Oh, there's you can get a lot of famous celebrities on that show for sure. Like like whereas like this one like you'll have like a few c- celebrities who are A list and then a lot of them are B C list in the Korean one. It's it, you, there's quite a bit of people who are very popular on that show. Wow. Yeah. It, it's a different format too. The Korean version, uh, I might be wrong, so someone will have to correct me if I am. But where in the American version, it's like it's a whole season, and there's one winner per season. In the Korean version, it's more like if you last eight episodes, then you're shuffled out. Like, like they do duels on the Korean version instead of kind of like, here's a group of seven people and vote for your favorite one. The one with the least amount of votes gets out. This one, I see. the Korean version is much more like versus a tournament style. I'd say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then if you make it to eight episodes and you're the king of mass singer, they just shuffle you out and then a new person comes in. So. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's how it keeps going on each week. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. I I've never seen the Korean version. I just know that the American show is based off of a yes a Korean one. So the reason the American show happened is because one time Ken Jong was in Korea for a movie, and he guest starred on the Korean version of Mass Singer, and Ken Jong liked it so much that he got the licensing over to the United States. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Fun fact. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, and that's why he's on the show. And that's why he's a judge. <laughs> ah. All of and now that show in the U.S. is very popular. I know. All of this to say that Tony Hawk was on the most recent season. <laughs> right, yeah, it, 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 super tangential, yeah. but uh, it's relevant, it's relevant. <laughs> Oh man. Um so some more news updates. Uh Grand Theft Auto 5 was released for free on the Epic yes, Games store yes, and it pretty it much was. it pretty much broke the store. Um and so it's free until May 21st, but the day it was announced a bunch of people just flooded to the Epic Games store to download it mm-hmm. and needless to say the servers couldn't handle all the people. Of course, of course not. Um so if you haven't already gotten yet, if you haven't played GTA 5, uh it, and you have a nice PC, Go ahead and play it. Yep. It's a great game. I can't recommend GT5 enough. Uh, the the online multiplayer is also fun. It's all free. Everything is free. Uh, fueled by the the children buying eight million dollar shark cards. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Um, the some more Epic Games news. Um, 
sorry, not Epic Games news. Um, some more news. Uh, the the Mafia sequels, the Mafia games and its sequels are getting remasters. I've talked a lot about mm-hmm. Mafia Three in the past and how awesome it is. So the, it seems like the, the these games are all getting a remaster. That's cool. Um, PC Gamer reported that 2K will release the definitive edition of the first Mafia game on August 28. Um, for those that don't know, it, the Mafia games might be open world crime dramas, much like the GTA games, but I'd say that um, they're more mobster centric, uh, and I, I think they're more varied and interesting, and they they have a lot more ties to like say the godfather or goodfellas or they feel more cinematic in that sense not to say that gta is a lot is less cinematic but i'd say gta is a little bit more over the top whereas the mafia games are more grounded in reality got it yeah um a couple other things inside xbox they had an announcement this month um and they talked about a few launch titles for the xbox series x so um some of the titles that were announced and uh, showcased during uh the inside xbox may 2020 event were assassin's creed valhalla vikings uh, the trailer was released yeah it looks really cool they announced that they're also going to go back to kind of the the core of what assassin's creed is so they're going to have like the one shot hidden blade kills they're going to have like the blend in with the crowd mechanic Mm -hmm. it's going to be awesome for sure so actually Um, an assassin (laughs) yeah 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 not like a yeah it's funny because the trailer they're like oh you can build like a settlement you're going to invade england um and uh yeah, and you're an assassin. And the only part of the assassin was when you pulled the hidden blade out and stabbed that dude in the face. <laughs> and then the rest of it did not feel like Assassin's Creed. It was just like some historical drama. Yeah. Which is what I think they're trying to go for. They're trying to balance that that uh, the dynamic of being an assassin, but also trying to stay true to the historical roots. Yes. Which is awesome. Um, so another few games that were announced would be uh, Bright Memory Infinite, which is uh, that. kind of like an FPS action game. Um, there's Call of the Sea, which is a first-person puzzle game in the 1930s. Chorus, which is um, uh, like a you take control of a pilot. Um, and um, it's like a space combat shooter. There's Dirt 5, which is a... Um, like a off-road racing game, Madden NFL 21, which is like you know the your your typical Madden release. Um, Scorn, Scarlet Nexus, Second Extinction. Second Extinction mm-hmm. looked interesting. It was a three-player cooperative shooter, first-person shooter game that takes place on, on an alien planet. Um, sorry, it takes place on Earth uh, in the future where mutated dinosaurs try to uh, took over the world, and it's up to you to reclaim the world. Um, uh, Va- Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, which is a sequel to Vampire the Masquerade, um, hmm. first person vampire game, um, The Medium, The Ascent, and last but not least, Yakuza Like a Dragon, aka Yakuza 7, will be a launch title for the Xbox One- Series X. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, interesting. Interesting stuff. I'm surprised... I missed that actually, huh? 
Yeah, it came at the end, and I was like, is that Yakuza? What the heck? Xbox? Wait a second. I thought they were mostly PlayStation. Wow, I, I, but, of I course, com- they had their releases on Steam. I completely missed that. that- <laughs> oh, no worries. Yeah, wow. I, I mean, like, it's coming out on PlayStation 4. Like, it's not, uh, I'm sure it'll come out on PlayStation 5 as well, but it's, it's still going to be available on PlayStation 4. Correct. I, I think that Sega and Sony's partnership is, is longstanding, and I hope it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the last bit of news I have is Unreal Engine 5. Did you watch that? Is the, This is the tech demo, right, that for PlayStation 5, or is this completely different? Correct. This is the tech demo called Lumen in the Land of there Nanite yep. that was we... uh, showcased on PlayStation 5. Yes. And this was made by Epic it Games, was right? Correct. Correct. The Unreal Engine is made by Epic Games. And they announced in 2021 they're going to be porting all of Fortnite over to the UE5 engine since currently they're running it on the UE4 engine. It looks um, great. I mean, yeah, it's interesting because the engine right now, the Unreal Engine 4 is so versatile. So you have games like PUBG, you have games like Fortnite, and then you have games like um, Dead by Daylight that are all run on Unreal Engine. And uh, yeah, so Unreal Engine 5 looks beautiful. They highlighted some very specific um, features in the Unreal Engine 5, such as Nanite which is an engine that allows for high-detailed photographic source material to be imported into the games um, as virtualized geometry. So like film, for example, or like a film grain. Yes. Um, uh, Epic uh, acquired this company called Quixel, um, or like it's like kind of like a database as well, which uh, holds the, lo- the world's largest fo- photogram- ah. photogrammetry library. <laughs> uh, and they wanted to uh, import all that information so that they can make things look a lot more realistic. Yes. Um, uh, aside from uh, Nanite, they also talked about Lumen which uh, is a fully dynamic global illumination solution that immediately reacts to scene and light changes. So you, they kind of showcased that in the trailer where there was like that 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 room with all the statues and there was like the light circulating around them, which was awesome. Um, it looked realistic. Uh, I think I think it's going to look awesome. Uh, and the last thing would be Niagara for fluid and particle dynamics. Uh, and then there's a new physics engine called the Chaos Engine. So a lot of things... In the Unreal 5 engine that are coming out. Also, they announced that uh, indie developers can use it all for free until their first million dollar breakthrough, at which point they will have to buy the engine. Interesting. Wow. That's actually, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, if you're a small developer and you want to use the engine, you can use it for free until you sell enough units to make a million dollars, and then the uh, and then Epic will come after you and be like, where's our money? Totally. <laughs> What I like about yeah. this, uh, what I like about this engine, I mean, the way that engines are going, things are just looking better and better. Like you know for a fact that graphics in the future are trying to go more towards realistic, but they're really trying to go for film quality realistic, which is really, uh, which was really impressive in the tech demo, uh, especially when you were for me, like uh, going inside of that temple, shining the flashlight, or. Um, when she's climbing up the mountain and you could see the sims that are coming from her clothes and all of this detail in the rocks they're 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 really trying to go for realistic it looks great though like 
obviously, this is a tech demo, so I'll wait to see what happens when actual games come out, because, you know, this is a tech demo. But it does, I'll, I will say, it looks pretty. It looks very pretty. Yeah, agreed. It's it's a beautiful-looking engine. Yes. And the tech demo made it look even more beautiful. So uh, we'll see what happens when it finally comes out and people start utilizing it. I was thinking maybe the Dead, Dead by Daylight people might use it, mm. but um, I don't think they're going to make a sequel anytime soon. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. The tech demo had more gameplay than the actual Xbox first look gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> um, what was it? A couple weeks ago, I had a small spike in turnips. It was like only 300, and you came by and sold your turnips. Yes, and then Jeremy came by today actually to buy some turnips for me. Yep, and and I watered your flowers, and I gave you two Shisa statues. I know. I can't wait to put the sh- so. I have been playing Animal Crossing very, much more consistently the past two weeks because I've been really working on terraforming my island, and I took mm-hmm. a I when I was sick when I was a little bit sick I took a bit of a I took a bit of like a week and a half break, so I definitely feel a little bit behind on what i wanted but now as of today i feel great with where my island is right now it's at four stars i just need to decorate it a little bit more because that damn dog is just never satisfied what's her name again isabel isabel is never (laughs) satisfied so have to put more furniture but i'm very 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 happy with where my island is at and um, I'm very happy with the way I terraformed it. Um, the last time I talked about Animal Crossing, Jeremy, I made I was saying that one of the reasons I wanted to terraform was so that I didn't have to decorate a lot of the island. <laughs> so oh yeah. So I I terraformed with quite a bit of waterfalls, and Jeremy saw it. If you look at my map, it it, it has some fun secrets on it. So yes, the, I immediately saw it. So. Just know that anyone, if I could see it, anyone could see yeah. it and be like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it makes me really happy. So I'm going to just continue capturing fish for you know why, capturing different animals, you know why, and then just decorating. And then hopefully Isabel will stop her shit and make me five stars and then I'll feel better. You'll be like, I did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> uh, um, but on top of that, I got my last villager. And it's a penguin, and it's great. Oh, dope. Life is good. Life is good. What's the name of your penguin? Oh, shit. <laughs> she, okay, if you don't know, it's fine. Uh, I just know that it's a blue one. It's like a light blue one. Is it a male or a female? I think it's a female. It's like the color of Squirtle. Oh, okay. Because there's there's a male penguin that I'm trying to get to my island. Okay. Because... Um, his name is Puck, and he used to be on my very first island, Aww. or my very first town, in the very first Animal Crossing Aww, I played. Oh, that's cute. This yeah, I want him back. So, speaking of villagers, there's this squirrel named Pecan that I want off of my island. When I get the chance <laughs> to kick her out, I'm kicking her off the island. She is so sassy, and I'm hella over it, and she con- right. contributes absolutely nothing to me. 
If you're listening and you want pecan, hit Elisa up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Let, let me know if you want pecan. I'm over it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I really want is I want to replace her with an octopus. Oh, like Zucker or Marina? How the hell do I get an octopus in this damn game, Jeremy? <laughs> How do I do you it? You gotta just wait. Oh, leave your campsite up, you know, don't don't move it or anything and just uh wait just wait till an octopus shows just up wait till an octopus shows up damn okay yeah okay if one shows up at my campsite i'll let you know and you can come by okay thank you i i don't know if you can do that you, i don't know if you can like poach someone's camper hmm. and put them on your island you you should be able to i haven't looked it up we'll try because we'll I, try. I predict yeah 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 why not why not um yeah, uh, real quick about the Shisa statues, uh, you can actually customize them. So there's two different, aside from the standard one I gave you, there's a darker gray color, but there's also a mossy green <gasps> I'm one. I'm getting you can the. Also I'm. Make. I, thank you for, thank you for telling me that because I'm now I'm gonna make them mossy for sure. Yeah, the the mossy ones look so cool. Okay, I'm I'm hundred percent getting the mossy ones. Yes, I'm so happy right now. When you dropped yes. when you dropped off the Shisa statues i was like oh my god it's so it's amazing so i'm definitely i know the 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 shisa statues are gonna be uh if you if you remember they're gonna be at the bottom stairwell that leads up to my onsen area oh that's perfect yeah that's awesome and then if you saw my rock garden i hate rocks rocks are terrible everyone like the amount of bullshit <laughs> the amount of bullshit i had to do just to get those two rocks in my damn rock garden. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to go into it. It, it traumatized, but same. Yeah, my <laughs> my island was full of fences for like a month before I got all six rocks in one place, Ev and that was such BS. Every time that I thought it's gonna happen, I find out that there's some stupid path that didn't get furniture or a tree or a fence on it, and yep. Oh God! But I did it. I got because Jeremy, yours is all six rocks. My rock garden is only two rocks, just because I was like, I'm not. I saw. I was like, fuck <laughs> this. I'm not doing all six rocks. This is like, <laughs> like I'm trying to have a life right now. <laughs> but yeah, see, I, I had to pause everything in my island before I can continue. And now that it's all over, I'm like, shit. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Where do I go from here? And yeah, like oh shit. Uh I'm I'm figuring it out. I'm making a little night market. Um I'm oh, making an observatory. A, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I moved my museum, so it's all working out. Very nice. My next goals, of course, as you know, is just like continuing to decorate that like onsen bamboo area that I have. And then um I have I don't know if you passed by it when you were looking for uh Daisy this morning, but I have a basketball court. Like, saw that dope dope i i almost wonder if this game ends up making bleachers furniture i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna go all out with my basketball court and put some bleachers in like if they ever put that in their furniture catalog and then hmm. and then um i i i have a bunch of stalls that i made that i don't know what to do with yet so i want to decorate it in like the main plaza area that you saw as well I, i'll figure i'll figure it out but yeah that, mm -hmm. th those are my plans. Nice. Yeah, no, your island looks beautiful. From the first time I went there, it was like still in, in the process of being worked on. And now it looks a lot better. I love it. It looks so industrialized. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, that was like a whole month of work. 
No, I feel it because yeah. if you remember my island, it took a long time as well to get it to where it is now. Yeah, but I, I'm a lot of money too. Yeah, totally. It's a lot, a lot of money, but I'm very, very sad. A lot of buying turnips and selling my apples to people, but I did it. I did it, and I'm very, very, very satisfied. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, the work shows. The effort and the work they both show Thank in you. your island. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. No problem. Um, but those are all my yeah, updates. I, I, um, I haven't been playing anything else. The only thing I want to say is that I tried to play Journey when I was sick, and that was a terrible decision because I rage quit that game. <laughs> oh, really? I rage quit it because I was like over it because I'm like, I'm not playing this right now. I was not in the right state of mind, Jeremy, to be fair. Oh, I was yeah, not, see, that's, that's how I feel. I was not in a good state of mind to play that game. So, so like, I, I started the game. I was like, okay, two hours. I can do this. And, like, I, I was still having my stomach pains. And then I played it. I lasted 20 minutes. And I was like, I'm not fucking playing this right now. <laughs> I'm not, wow. I'm, I can't, I can't do puzzles right now. This is, I'm over it. And then I turned off my PlayStation, uh, but I just need to get, now this is a warning for anyone who's never, ever played Journey before. You have to be in a good state of mind to play that game and the right gamer mind. Cause it's a, it's a puzzle game. And if you're not in that mood right now then you're not going to play through all two, three hours of it. And it's going to, so that's, that's my warning. Yeah, no, I, I see. I haven't touched it yet. Cause I've been just waiting because I need to be in that mood yeah. to do it. There's a mood. I was not in that mood. <laughs> yeah. But no. Okay. That's it. That's it for me. Yeah, circling back to Animal Crossing real quick. I uh, because of those Shisa statues, I've been inspired to make my house into the uh, Yakuza orphanage, the Morning Glory orphanage. Okay, so and that's I my just, future project. By the way, if y'all see Jeremy right now in Animal Crossing, <laughs> his suit, basically he's Kiryu. I'm like Yakuza Zero Kiryu, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, in the back of my house, I'm decorating in a Yakuza office that is, like, almost completed. Nice! So when that's done, when that's done, I'll have you come over, Lisa, and Yay. you can take a look. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. next time we do another uh, Animal Crossing stream, then we'll then we'll just, like, show... Well, we'll, we'll, we'll let's give it, like, two, three weeks to, like, finish up stuff, and then, you know... Mm-hmm. We'll... I'm, I just need a safe. I, that's all I need in my in my office. Is that a collect... <laughs> is that a furniture you could get? A safe? Yeah, there's a yep, there's the safe, and then there's a briefcase full of yen, like in Yakuza Zero. Oh, and I'm looking yeah. for both of those items. Well, let, yeah, I know, right? I'll <laughs> let you know. I'll let you know if I see it, so that I can like send it to you, or like you can pick it up to put in your catalog yeah. or anything. Yeah, I'll keep. You, I just I'll, want to catalog. Yeah, I'll it. keep you updated. I'll keep you updated. Cool. Thank you. I really appreciate yeah. that. I, I just I need that to complete the whole set, and then I could have an awesome little Yakuza office. Yeah, totally. Already. I already have all of my villagers calling me boss, so Amazing. I'm like almost there. <laughs> yes, it's great. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw this Animal Crossing video, but it, it was a, a fan video created to like spice up your quality of life while playing Animal Crossing. Are you talking about the guy you- who interviews celebrities while playing Animal Crossing in his basement? 
No, I'm talking about a video created by this uh, YouTuber called Nick Ha. And they created a video that kind of has a UI update where you can like... Some examples from the video state like you can buy multiple clothes at once from the Able Sisters. You can eat multiple fruit at once. You can use your toolbar while you're moving. Um, basically, just UI improvements to the game. Like You can reduce the background music, all this stuff. Uh, so the dream. So... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a twenty-minute-long video, um, kind of, and there's a lot of like fun little Easter eggs in there too. Like he changed some of the text to make it a little bit funnier. Um, okay. But yeah, I'll send it to you. I, I think everyone will get a kick out of this. Okay, cool. Sorry, it's not twenty minutes. It's it's six minutes. I was thinking of the Nintendo Direct that was like twenty. Oh minutes. yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, go ahead and send that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean Nintendo. I'm pretty sure they've seen it because it looks like a really fun video. Mm-hmm. And Sorry, there's someone stomping <laughs> above all me. Good. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> so, speaking of buying more than one item from the Able Sisters, just buying inventory of more than one anywhere is going to be great if they ever implement that. Right? Um, one of the things that they highlighted in the video was when you're customizing something or... When you're building something in your house, sometimes you don't have the materials in your pocket, but it would be great if the game pulled it from your house inventory instead of from your pockets. Yeah, that that would be genius. Oh my god, I would yep. love that, Jeremy. And then if you can customize it before you make it, and then you can click the customization option, and then click the option to customize it, and then make it while <gasps> customizing it, wow. that'd be better. Yeah. See, it's all in that video. Everything they thought they thought about everything in this video. Uh, like opening your gates from your phone by calling Wilbur, um, or I'm sorry, Orville, and then uh, like you know stuff like that, just like little minor stuff that would make the game a lot easier. I love it for a lot of people. I love it. Yeah, it it, it looks very professionally done. Um, uh, so I'll, again, I'll send it to you later, Lisa. And if anyone wants to look at it, I will post it in the Animal Crossing uh, Discord chat channel. Sounds so good. Look out for that. So. This is done by a fan who's like also a UI artist, you said, or I guess like a graphic designer or, okay. or a video maker or something like okay. that. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And um uh, yeah, go ahead. One more thing cuz it's funny cuz I was talking to um I was talking to my friend uh, who's been on the podcast Kevin and then one time he was he messaged me and he was like, "Hey, Anyone want, uh, like, will anyone want to, like, talk to Wilbur or whatever? Like, there's, like, something going on. And then I was just like, I haven't fucking talked to Wilbur in an entire month. <laughs> I've been so over his shit. <laughs> hey, get, the, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, I'm so tired of you coming to my island all the time. And I have to find your damn parts. So, but. Oh, yeah. But, um, a bit, like, I know. I know that you get stuff if you do it, but I'm just tired sometimes. <laughs> yeah, when I see him, when I see Gulliver on the ground, I'm like, bro, I don't know if I want to help you right I now. Know. I'm just going to go do other stuff. Yeah. Maybe later I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, Gull Gulliver, sorry, Gulliver. But, um, it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like, sometimes I'm just over you. So that's all I have to say. Um, yeah. I've been ignoring him and the ghost. Like for for a while now. So. Oh yeah. No regrets though. I, I'm cool never talking to the ghost. <laughs> yeah, I see the ghost. I'm like, I know what's gonna happen, and I don't really feel like doing that right now. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Away. No, to that's that's where I'm at. So. 
Yeah, he's just all getting scared, and I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Okay. That being said, uh, speaking of it, um, yeah. Uh, just just uh, one more comment. There is a fan who has started interviewing celebrities in his Animal Crossing basement, and like the the celebrity like is using their Animal Crossing character. I forgot the name of the person, but I'll put post that on you on the Discord as well. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I I want to see that. Yeah. Um, aside from Animal Crossing, I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight still. It's, it's still my background game. Yes. Uh, the developers, Behavior Interactive, announced that on May 26th, they're going to celebrate the fourth anniversary of Dead by Daylight Ooh, by releasing a new exciting. killer. Yeah, a new killer and a new survivor. Uh, they had a teaser image of a black skull with black liquid. I'm sorry, a human skull with black liquid flowing out of the eyes. So we don't know what that's going to be. Could be a licensed killer. Could be a... <laughs> Original killer, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. Very cool. Very Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing some Star Wars Battlefront 2 in the background as well. I kind of stopped recently. I started uh, at the beginning of, uh, at the end of April and then kind of the beginning of March to celebrate uh, May the 4th, uh, the Star Wars Day. Nice. Uh, And they had some, yeah, and they they had uh, the last, the final bit of DLC come out for free for Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is the Battle of Scarif from rogue one. Oh, okay um, yeah so this is literally the last thing that they're ever going to release uh, because the whole team is now focused on working on uh battlefield six which is speculated to be battlefield vietnam oh, okay but, uh, yeah that's gonna be interesting um i i'm excited for uh the future of star wars battlefront right now like there's a lot a lot of people are um still playing it which is great but i'm hoping for a third game We'll see. For sure. Maybe for not sure. by EA. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The whole <laughs> controversy thing from the big. Um, yeah, they. So there's a they along with the last bit of DLC, they released a bunch of new skins from the Rise of Skywalker, um, and some stuff that's based off of the Clone Wars TV show. For example, they have um, Darth Maul's like robotic legs version, and he's got like, you know, because he he's. Spoiler alert, I don't know if people really care about this, but uh, Darth Maul survived after Phantom Menace, and now he's in the Clone Wars TV show. So one of the skins oh, okay. for the Darth Maul character, one of the skins for the Darth Maul character in, in uh, Battlefield, Battlefront 2 is uh, that version of him. So um, a lot of people have been complaining because they want the skin, but it costs, you have to kill 5,000 people in Star Wars Battlefront 2, and people are like up in arms about it because the kill count is way too high. I totally understand. I also don't really care because yeah. I'm not going to get there anyways. Yeah. I'm just playing it for fun, not to grind out for skins. I mean, yeah, I was I was trying to I was trying to play the game uh, and get some other like skins for uh, Luke and Leia, but I realized that five thousand is unobtainable at this point because I have other things that I have to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So I, and I couldn't sit there for like twenty hours straight just playing the game. Fair. Uh, yeah, so Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, I played a lot of that. And most recently, uh, around a week and a half ago, my brother and I finished Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, okay. Yeah, we started on Extra Life November 2nd, 2019, and we didn't play it for a long time until recently when we had this interest because of, of COVID-19 to both finish it together. So we've been play- we played the whole game co-op. Nice. And I'm happy to announce that we both finished it. Um. Very cool, very so, cool. Yeah, marking that off the list for this year, checking it in the box. Uh, and the last game that I am currently playing in the background, along with Animal Crossing and Dead by Daylight, is Yakuza 5. 
<gasps> yes. Okay. So with spoiler-free discussion right now, not not a heavy discussion, just kind of like a where am I at right now? I finished Kiryu's part, and by the way, the taxi missions were some of my favorite. Are the stuff fucking all... like most hilarious things ever? Right? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they're that's it's insane. It's it, <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of Initial D, so I was like, I wonder if this is gonna be just a racing game. Nope. Turns out you can drift and there's Euro Beat. I'm like, this is Initial D as fuck. <laughs> it was so good. I honestly when when that when the option to play all the taxi missions unlocked, aside from like the the like follow the rules taxi stuff i'm not talking about like the drive around the city part i'm talking about the racing stuff yeah with, like the devil killers um when that <laughs> when that whole all the tax when all the taxi missions unlocked for me i stopped playing the story altogether i just play i literally played only the taxi stuff I love until it. i beat everything i absolutely yeah, and then I was, love it i i was like trying to figure out what are the best parts to use for my car i had like like you know i changed all the colors i unlocked everything i have so many points now that i don't there's nothing else i can spend it on because i just kept playing it even after i finished it i'm so happy you're you're playing all of these like goddamn side missions for yes 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 oh my god i'm my goal right now is to just 100 percent yakuza 5 yes isn't it isn't it a great game like um so if you that means you're in Hokkaido now, right? Uh, yes, okay. I'll get into that. Okay. I'll get into that. Um, so, yeah, the Kiryu parts are fun. Um, you know, of course, there's a lot of questions I have, and I won't talk about everything because I want to save it for our spoiler cast in the future, Elisa. Okay, um, I don't know if you're, this is going to make sense, but were you surprised by the cliffhanger before it went to... Um, Sorry, man, I forgot what chapter it is. It might not even be a cliffhanger. Were you surprised? Were you surprised when Kiryu walked into his apartment? Yes. Okay. I was surprised when I first played it. I was so shocked. I was like, what is going on right now? I was like, bro, Kiryu, what are you doing? I know, I know. I was like, what? I mean, in the beginning, I had so many questions. Like, why are you here? Why are you a taxi driver? What about your kids? Why are you sending money to your kids? What is going on? And then I started piecing it together over time. And then I was like, oh, this is a really shitty situation. And then he goes to his apartment. And I'm like, bro, Kiryu, are you, what are, what are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> what, what is going on here? You're not telling me something and I need to know. I know, I know. So. <laughs> I need, because after what happened in Yakuza Kiwami 2, and I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. Oh my god. Like I was a, yeah. <laughs> See, now now that I feel better, I I I started playing Yakuza 3 again uh this morning. Um just nice. nothing nothing to like uh nothing like major to really talk about, but I started playing it again, but I'm so happy you started playing Yakuza 5. I love Yakuza 5 so much. Yeah, I I am falling in love with it slowly but surely. Uh so I I'm, I'm I'm on Saijima's part right now at this current moment I'm playing as Saijima I I did all the first few chapters so now I'm on the last chapter nice and um so in chapter three when you go to the hunting village I thought I was gonna I thought this is gonna be a slog I actually really like the hunting game I'm not gonna lie I like the hunting part of Saijima so uh yeah like Kiryu's taxi missions the hunting parts are Saijima's, I guess you could say they're his taxi missions where you go to a mountain you shoot a bunch of stuff you bring it down you sell it and you get a lot of money 
Um, so I thought that was that was pretty fun. Now I like I didn't mind the the hunting missions. I just fucking hate the bears so much. Oh yeah, those those are a piece of shit. They can all they can all fuck off. Yeah, I, like I just <laughs> I hate, hate those the bears. bear. I'm like I'm hella over the bear, but but yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I I was on a kick with the hunting stuff too. I Yay! I finished everything. I finished all the hunting stuff. I'm ra- right now. I'm doing the training master with uh Saijima because I did I did uh Somaki with um with Kiryu and I did the uh, Chef Tatsuya with him as well. And I'm also I also finished Chef Tatsuya with uh, Saijima. Nice. You get the second health bar. Very nice. And, by the way, that guy he's a real chef in real life. Tatsuya Kawagoe. He's a real dude. Yeah, I was about to say like um. <laughs> I was about to say when I was like looking up Yakuza Five the first time I played it, I I I found that out too. Yeah, it's great. Um. Uh. So yeah, I'm I'm doing Tendo. I'm doing the Tendo training missions. I finished all the hunting stuff. Love it. I have enough money with. I have so much money with Saijima from hunting that I just don't need to get any more money. I don't have to hunt anymore. <laughs> so I stopped hunting. I'm I'm complete. I'm all done with it. I'm no more hunting for me. No more hunting um, for now. Yeah. So I'm going to finish doing all the training sessions with uh, Tendo, and then I'm going to go finish the story with, uh, with Sajima and then move on. Love it. Love so, it. Also, also, well, when I was um, Kiryu, I played, I went, like, the first thing I did when I started playing as Kiryu was I went to KaraokeCon, and I played Makamitai, because <laughs> yeah. I was like, why not? And I got the highest score on the yes! first try. Yes! <laughs> Because I listened to that song so many times uh, that I just had to ace it, you know? I In my head, I had all the, the beats down to a T. If you're new listening, if you, if somehow you stumbled upon this, if you never listened to us before, do not doubt our Bakamitai skills. They are... <laughs> yeah, because Elisa, Elisa did it 100% in front of me at, in Yakuza 0. They are through the roof. <laughs> do not doubt us. It's the best song in the game. It's the best song down. in the game. By the way, I love... How now the the Yakuza Zero version is on Spotify. Yes, I love that so like, much. Like it's everything so I need in life. So Um so kind of tangential uh and related to the Yakuza series. Um a, a friend of mine was like, Hey, Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Kiwami are on Xbox Game Pass. Should I play it? And I was like, Okay. I'm not going to tell you no, and I'm just going to tell you yes, because I think Yakuza 0 is one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. Why would you tell him no? What's the reason to tell him no? Exactly. No, I said I would not tell you no. Oh, oh, I see. I'm only going to tell you yes. Yeah. And I was like, okay. He's like, all right, so can you tell me anything about the game? And I was kind of spoiler free. I was listening about things like, oh, you like... It's set in the 1980s. You play as two different protagonists in two different cities in Japan, um, and then you... um, and then you like you do all these things. You're you're embedded in this whole crime drama. It's so serious, but on the side, there's all these fun stuff. Like you can go to the arcade and play emulations of old classic Sega arcade games. You can uh, play stock car racing, um, and all. The, I just kept going on and gushing. And he's like, "Oh my god, this actually sounds kind of fun." Okay, I'll play it. So he starts playing it. Like a few days later, that's all he talks about with me. Like whenever we talk about anything, <laughs> he always like relates it to Yakuza Zero. And I'm like, ah, I felt so nostalgic. And I was like, dude, I'm so happy you're playing this game because I could talk about it with you. Yay! He's like, yes. Love it. And then he's like, he's like, damn, these Mr. Shakedowns, they're really kicking my ass. I'm like, all right, so here's what you got to do. Set it to easy. Get the knife. Get your retarder. <laughs> drink, you know, and then just keep stabbing him over and over again. And oh, he's like, god. oh my god. In a week, he became a billionaire because of that. <laughs> he he Amazing. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. And then uh so 
he, I just, he just kept gushing to me about the game. And I was like, yes, I know everything. And we were like talking about like Makoti Makamura. We were talking about like, um, all this stuff. And then, um, and then, yeah. And then he started playing Kiwami and he's like, oh my God, now it all makes sense. Like all these characters are so awesome. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Akira, oh, Akira, oh, Majima. Oh my God. This is so good. And I'm like, yes, yes, this is, this is exactly it. And he's like, oh my God, I can't wait to play Kiwami too. I'm like, sadly, dude, it's not available for Xbox yet. You got to wait until it's available there. He's like, damn. All right. So he's like patiently waiting for Kiwami 2 to come out. I love but it I'm, though. Like, I'm encouraging him to play all the Yakuza games. Cause right now he, he said he's going to keep playing like zero over and over again. Cause he loves zero so Yay. much. And I'm like, yes, yes. I'm preaching zero to everyone because everyone should play Yakuza zero. It's an amazing game. Yes. Um, another side note about Yakuza. Have you ever heard of the movie earthquake bird? No. So it's a film on Netflix, uh, starring Alicia Vikander, and it's set in 1980s Japan, and she plays a girl that's embroiled in this murder. Uh, so it's a psychological thriller, and I won't go on about that. I think you should watch it, Alicia, because it takes it 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 takes a really like realistic perspective on 1980s Japan. Okay, cool. I think it's really cool. Down. Yeah, and I got I got some major Yakuza Zero vibes uh, in one during one scene in particular. I won't tell you which one, but uh, I think you should watch it. Okay, I think it's uh, it, it's an interesting movie. Okay, um, we'll do. Yeah, uh, and I was I showed the trailer to my friend. Uh, she was like, "Oh, okay, I'll check it out." Um, so my friend grew up in Japan, and uh, she was like, "Oh, wow, this is in the eighties." I'm like, "Yeah," and then she started telling me stories about her mom. Because her mom was a nurse during the 80s in Japan. She still is a nurse now. But during the 80s in Japan, um, for those that don't know, the there's this thing called the bubble that lasted from 1985 oh, yeah. until 1991, I believe. Um, the economic bubble in Japan was when basically Japan's economy shot up. And the Japanese had so much money that they were buying a lot of things left and right. Uh, I, I think I may have talked about this before, but everyone thought that Japan in the 80s was going to take over the world since there were Japanese cars everywhere. The Japanese Japanese electronics were like the highest quality you can get of anything. Uh, Japanese influence was in movies, for example, in Blade Runner. It you know it, Blade Runner came out in 1982, like before the bubble, but the Japanese influence was still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Blade Runner's future version they thought that Japan was going to have a huge influence on the world. So they showed like, you know, people speaking Japanese and they have Japanese signage everywhere in the game. I'm sorry, in the movie. Uh, uh, so yeah, needless to say, Japan was experiencing, uh, a huge upswell of economic growth. Um, so there was a lot of money. And I think Yakuza Zero really portrays that perfectly where they show your character. By the end of the game, both of your characters okay, are going to okay. be multi-millionaires. Because yeah. um, like right now, my Kiryu in Yakuza Zero has like 300 million yen. And I'm like, oh my god, what do I do with all this? Um, so anyways, cool. uh, that's kind of like a brief history on why how Japan's um, economy grew so big. So uh, again, going back to my friend and her mom. Her mom was a nurse during that time period. Her Her mom made so much money. That at one point she went to Hong Kong. She had ten thousand dollars in her bag, and she just spent it on luxury, like, wow, clothes and stuff like that. That's crazy. Um, she was telling me stories about her mom when she went to like you know like engagement parties or just parties with the other doctors and nurses. Uh, one time, a doctor gave her a hundred dollars, and he was like, "This is for your taxi fare." What? The taxi was only ten dollars. What the but heck? But she needed a hundred. 
she needed $100 because she had to flag down a taxi. And back in Japan during those days, you could not get a taxi uh, uh, unless you pulled out a hundred of uh, a 10,000 yen bill, which is equivalent to a hundred dollars. And you waved it up in the air and to flag down a taxi. So the taxi would see it and be like, all right, this person has a lot of money. So oh my it's God. okay if I drive them. Also the doctor just had so much money. He was just like, just take this. Like this is the lowest amount I have on me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was asking my friend, like, please tell me more stories about your mom. So she's going to reach out to her mom and tell me more stories about how her mom was just a baller during the eighties in Japan. Very cool though. Yeah, that's, I'll share some more uh, once I get story. it. That's a story. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's so that's so cool though. Yeah, right? I wonder what life was like in Japan during that time. Yeah. You know? Just to like live through it. Mm-hmm. It, d- it would definitely suck because you don't have a computer or cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be interesting to live through. I there there used to be this class um because i when i was in college i took a lot of japanese film classes just because that was that was like a huge interest of mine and a lot of movies like one quarter that i took the class it was movies of of like the era directly after world war ii and how tumultuous it was Mm-hmm. And then I learned so much about how the film industry, like, there's hundreds and thousands of Japanese movies that came out after World War II. And yep. and j- yep. just about, like, just different variations of all these generations struggling. And then eventually, like, they're, like the shift of movie changes, like, when you get to, like, the 1980s. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the movies post-war period in Japan were like kind of somber, solemn, and they had they they did a lot with like internal conflict yes. and like kind of good versus evil, and especially that was a time when Godzilla came out. Godzilla came out in mm. 1954, and it was about this larger power destroying Japan. Oh shoot! I mean, you can you can uh, you can definitely attribute that to a lot of you know the post the post war ideals and a, lo- a lot of what were people were feeling during that time yeah. you know people were scared there was like the whole nuclear um nuclear thing that was happening at the time yes nuclear scare uh and then as you mentioned like you know movies kind of shifted over time a lot more positive messages when the economy was doing well in Japan mm-hmm. a lot of movies in the 80s were a lot more bombastic they were a lot more varied you know it, it just there's a lot uh, there's a better feeling i'd say yes uh, totally amongst the people when they made movies during a better time. Oh, totally. Not to say that the movies back in the 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 forties and fifties were bad. They were just different in their own right. Oh, they were like some crazy ass movies though. Like, yeah. Oh God. So there. Oh man, this is a little bit not like PG, but um, there was this one movie that it was the most interesting movie I saw, and it was like a group of, it was basically a group of high school kids. And they were trying to get revenge on this, like, couple. And so, like, these two friends, who, by the way, liked each other, they were, like, they it was a guy and a girl that liked each other. And they were trying, and to get revenge on this other couple, they were trying to basically get the other, each other's, like, whatever, pregnant. So basically get the, oh. get the couple to cheat on. It was a wild movie, Jeremy. It was really wild. What the heck? Yeah, <laughs> wild times. Like, I got, I gotta find out what movie that is because it's, it's actually on Hulu. I saw it on Hulu when I was in college. 
Yeah, okay. Tell me about more when you find out. I'm curious. Yeah. You know, to be fair, this teacher had some, like, some of the content of the movies we watched. I'm like, how did you find out about this movie? <laughs> it was very, yeah. it was very questionable, but, but a lot, it's because, like, a lot of Criterion Japanese movies are on Hulu, so. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Yeah. But that's my tangent again, so. Yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> Anyways. All right, well, we, we've we been going for about an hour. Alisa, where can people find us? All right. You can find us at www.downtime.live. You can also find us on Discord. There is a link on the website as well as in the show notes when you listen to this podcast. You can comment us wherever we have the podcast. So YouTube, Stitcher. Podbean. We also have a Twitter that you could comment on, and we will answer any questions that you have. And you can email us at contact at downtime.live. Yes. And if you want to hang out with us on Discord, you can find the link in the description of this audio or video file, wherever this podcast is hosted. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and we'll read it on the podcast. Yes. All right. That's it. Thank you for listening to episode 136. Everyone else, have a good rest of your day. Good day. Wait, Jeremy, Jeremy. Yeah. Can I can I complain about Rio really quick? Oh yeah, sure. For anyone, we're about to talk about Terrace House Part 3, so you can just shut, shut off if you don't listen if you don't listen to Terrace House. <laughs> Dude, Rio is really annoying. Like, I, I don't even know where to begin with Rio and how annoying he is. But like, I hate how this guy. I hate how this guy is like. I'm not gonna say anything because, because Hana and Vivi never confessed their feelings to me, and I'm just like, Hana confessed her feelings when your foot was injured, and Vivi confessed her feelings on the couch. So I don't know what is up your ass right now for you to I know, right? for you to not tell these girls anything when they confess to you. And he has the audacity to confess to Emika, but not actually owe it to those two people and just be like, hey, I don't like you. And mm-hmm. I thought that was such BS. And what I also thought was total BS was when was this one time when when Vivi and Rio were on the couch and they were bonding and they were having a really good time. And Rio was talking about how, Oh, one day, like I want to work in the United States. And then Vivi is, goes, Oh, I also want to work in the United States one day. And you're, and then you're watching it the initial time. And you're like, Oh, this is so cute. This could actually be the first couple of the season. And then you flash forward to like seven episodes later. And Rio is like, I don't want to be with you anymore because we're going to have a long distance relationship because you want to move to the United States. I'm like, Rio, you literally just said that. You said that to Vivi to start the conversation and Vivi also tagged along, which means that you also want to go to America one day. So it's like, it was just like, he's such like, he was, oh my God, the way that he was deflecting was so annoying. Like, I I couldn't believe it. Like, I'm sup- I'm so over Rio at this point. 
Like Yeah, it seemed like he was using that as an excuse it was a com- to get out of that. It was a complete excuse because in that same conversation, Rio was like, one day I want to move to the United States also. And I'm just like, you said the same thing. And and, and also it's like the way he was deflecting, it was like as, as if Vivi was going to move to America in the next two weeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Like tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on right now? But yeah, that drove me wild how Rio was. And and also the fact that he conf- like he actually showed his true feelings to Emika the and who by the way he probably which probably was the only person he was sleeping with behind the scenes. I was like this is just so mm-hmm. slimy. I, I don't know. I was completely over it. Anyways, I still I still subscribe to the theory that he was sleeping with her. Oh, in the oh, complete completely he was sleeping with her in the background. Like yep, there's yep. yeah, I I told like I'm totally here for that theory. Like who takes off their earrings in a bath in a, not bathroom in a restaurant <laughs> like and also yeah who takes off their earrings in a restaurant which by the way the earrings that she took off in the restaurant were like stud earrings they weren't even chandeliers like i can understand if they're chandeliers and they're uncomfortable or hoop earrings but it was they were studs like yeah they weren't in the way yeah they, they weren't in the way of anything oh and then just like the fact that like that night they came home at like three in the morning. I'm like, mm-hmm. Anyways, those are my thoughts. Obviously, we could talk the whole day about Shacho, but I'm not because. Oh, yeah. Because like that is a really that's a stressful situation that I just don't want to get into. <laughs> um, but yeah, re- um, Shacho exists. <laughs> he. Oh God! Um, you'll find out later on, but um, uh, he he he's a person that exists, and he's uh, I don't know, he's a handful. Is all I can say. Oh, I, he, he's there's a lot to deal with. Yeah, I feel it. I will say though, um, Hana and Kai are, um are pretty cute right now, so I'm looking forward to seeing uh what happens in part four. Uh, and yeah, 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 and then. Uh, I think Yume is the person that Shacho has a crush on, dude. I feel like you. <laughs> I feel like Yume. Okay, I feel like Yume is hella playing him. You know what I mean? Like for his money, because yeah, she's giving off that vibe, yeah, right? Because because like I would be immediately turned off. I mean, like obviously it's different. What I've learned about these shows is what I find standard in the United States is not standard in Japan. So she could actually like him. Don't get me wrong. She could actually have a crush on him. But the fact that she's that the cliffhanger. So Jeremy, just for context, the cliffhanger that we get at the end of part three is Yume asking Shion on a or Shion asking Yume on a date and Yume says yes. So I'm so that's what makes me think like, oh, I don't think she actually likes Shacho that much. Like, she, but like I, but I think that she's gonna continue dating him, for sure. Yeah, because they talked about the aquarium. I think I I don't remember exactly, but they agreed to a date, which might be the aquarium, for all we know. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. Yeah, but those are those are my quick thoughts on part three, dude. Part like this season is like a fucking shit show though. Like the amount of like la- the lack of couples that exist, but also just like the dr- like oh my god, there's so much drama. 
Yeah. This is like Aloha State, except Aloha State, surprisingly, was more entertaining this than this. Or like, Aloha State, I liked better than this season. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Hot take. Hot take. Wow. Hot take. Because, like, you got, like, Guy and Nikki on that season, and they were pretty chill. <laughs> Yeah, and like this season, this, and this yeah. season, the only cool guy was Pepe. <laughs> um, but actually, you will see. Ac- yeah, actually, yeah. Shohei. I like Shohei and Ruka. Sorry, I like Shohei and Ruka. But like Pepe was literally the best guy, and the fact that Haruka is like, I'm sorry, I don't want to date you because like we haven't been hanging out that much, and I'm like. Pepe is the only one initiating the dates, by the way, in all of these situations. Pepe is the only one who asks you out on dates, and you're not putting in any effort. So, mm, yeah, yeah. I was like, um, I was hella over Haruka's excuses. I was like, Pepe deserves the best girl, and it's not you. Anyways. Yeah, he doesn't need her. Yeah, he does <laughs> not need her. Because I was like, that's such BS. Like, it's one thing if he was actually busy. And like he never hung out with her, but he was always trying to hang out with her in her in his spare time. Right. And then like I just feel like she never took a full interest in his like manga either. And I'm just like I'm over it, over it, over it. But anyways, yeah. Those um, those are my thoughts. I, I, I will say that uh I'll say that part four definitely redeems everything from the previous parts. Uh, I think part four is the best. I think part four makes this season the best so far. Not not the best overall, but like the best of all the parts. The best of all the parts. Make it... Yes, I think part four is the best of all the parts. Okay. And um, you, when you watch it, you will understand why for a lot of reasons. Because there's a lot that happens in part four. Um, quick side note. Uh, Terrace House was... Del- it was In March, it was announced that it was delayed because of COVID-19. Makes sense. But they... They actually released a new episode last week, and another one's coming out this week, and then two weeks, the next two weeks are going to have more episodes as well. You know, in, so, in theory, what we see on Terrace House is, like, behind by three months. So we, Correct. So we should actually have quite a bit of content, like, you know, to still show. Like... Yes. Like, there should at least be like six more episodes that we can get before the season ends in theory yeah um part four actually starts in january oh shit so, okay yeah oh yeah that's right, right because, uh, it's because yeah so yeah so we have about basically three yeah yeah actually yeah we have three months of things before they can you know call it quits yeah and i think they're gonna end this season soon because uh, you know how in the beginning they show all the Olympic stadium stuff? <laughs> like they're and, like, like there's really literally no more Olympics and it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know that I know that they were trying to make this season part in part with like the Olympics as well, but everything's changed, you know? So I think they're just gonna end it. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, um and I think it's for the better, anyways. Oh yeah, totally. Also, I would love if we got a fresh start on people if they pick up this season. Like, you know, I don't know. I kind of want to see the part four people go longer. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess part four really is spicy. Okay, cool. I will wait for part four. Yes, it's. I want you to watch it because it's so good whenever it comes out in the US. Like, at this point, the only person I like is Vivi. Even though Vivi has her flaws, 
I like I, I like her. I think she's a good person. So like obviously yeah. like there's obviously like some cultural differences that have to do with the fact that she's more Russian or like you know a lot of her ideals are Russian. But I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day she's actually a good person. So uh she's the only person she's the only girl honestly that I like right now. <laughs> yeah. I have no opinion of Yume yet, just because she hasn't been on that long. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Yeah, I, All I can say is okay. Yeah, I don't have an opinion on her yet. And then I I used to like Hana, but then... um, I, Hana's stock is coming back now that her and Kai seem to be, you know, like, uh, close. So, but... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's about that's about it. That's my rant. That's my rant on Terra's house. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when you watch part four, we'll talk about that one as well. Cool. Sounds good. Okay. All right. This is the end of the podcast for real. Okay. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> All right. It's been a while. Thanks, everyone. Bye. See ya.